I got my teeth kicked in for two years. So embrace the suck, because it sucks. <laughs> embrace the suck, I like that. Embrace the suck, I like that. <laughs> Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Happy Thursday, value added. You can hear me, right? <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm figuring out my audio issues that I seem to have all the time. So first of all, before we jump into today, I want to make sure everybody knows that um, Agent Power Huddle is now also a podcast. Whoa, if you can't, it's a podcast. So Apple, Spotify, Google, Zach is going to drop a link into the chat wherever you get your podcasts. Go get your podcast on, right? So if you can't watch it, you can hear it. You can listen to it. I listen to lots of things in the car, podcasts, um, books, you know, to, um, music. Sometimes I just like to jam, so in my music, but lots and lots of podcasts. So now you can listen to Agent Pavardo. So there you go. So he's dropped in. So um, what would really help us is if you go check it out, subscribe and leave us a review. So that would really, really, really help. So if you could do that. We love you forever. We love you anyway, but we love you even more forever. So, deal? All right, deal. Okay, so let's jump right in. So, great Thursday morning. Um, I'm so excited. We decided this morning to do a panel and um, just chat with everybody. And I want to make this interactive, too, about what are the top three things some really awesome agents uh, right now are focusing on. So I want to thank and introduce Jeff Lyons and Lonnie Fisher, who are with us and are gonna help us out. Um, I don't know, Zach, can we promote, do we need to do anything different with the screen or no? This is where, this is where my expertise runs out. I'm just gonna let Zach do it if there's something to do. If not, we're gonna keep going. So um, I wanna start with Lonnie. Lonnie, can you, um, just give a quick introduction. Tell us a little where you're, what your area is. Tell us a little bit about you. And then I'll ask Jeff to do the same. Um, and I'll do a quick one for those of you that may not know me yet. So uh, I'm Lonnie. I'm with the Tacoma Seattle market out here in Washington State. I've been in the industry for just over seven and a half years or just about seven and a half years. Uh, yeah. And then uh, run my own team and uh, been trying to make sure I manage and still have a work-life balance. Awesome. That is incredible. So lots and lots of agents inspire me, but I told, I was telling Lonnie when I asked her, I'm like, you inspire me so much. She's always out there having fun and making it happen. Um, and not, not just in the real estate space, but also in real estate, right? Money drives opportunity. So we got to make money, right? So she's out there doing that. But she's having a good time doing it and taking care of herself and her friends and her family. So she's caught my attention. So I was like, Lauren, could you come help us? Because I want to know what you're focusing on. Um, now, Jeff Lyons, can you tell us a little bit about you? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Jeff Lyons. I've been in the industry for seven and a half years, just like Lonnie. Uh, I've kind of done it all. Been a solo agent, been a team leader, been a broker owner. Um, so... 
hope I can add some value. Um, so. So Jeff will add tons of value. Jeff is my business partner here locally. I love him tremendously, even though he may not know that. <laughs> tremendously. What are you supposed to do? You do that. I don't know. I never do it right. Um, Jeff is modest. He is. He went from part-time agent to full-time rock star solo agent to brokerage owner to team leader to coach to everything extraordinary. So. Um, so I want to know what Jeff's talking us to focusing on because we're in the same market and I don't really even know what he's focusing on. I have an answer. It's so, a secret. It's a secret. Okay. And just in case you haven't met me yet, I'm Amy Izzo. I am in the Northwest Indiana Chicago land market, like my friend Jeff. And um, I don't know. I, I think I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, I am a solo agent. I am building a team. I have been a team leader in the past. I abandoned that for a little bit so that I could uh, focus on me, focus on my health. So I'm getting healthier every day. So that, that's me. So I really was thinking about this topic and wanted to do this panel. And I, we, we coined it the top three things we're focusing on because I think if we get to the end of January, we tend to be in one or two places. Either we're just getting our year started for whatever reason we had an extended holiday, right? Like we've all seen it. Ooh, Jeff's like, okay, I'll let Jeff's called himself out. Uh, we've either had an extended holiday, which sometimes we need that. I spent my December this year for the first time in my seven-year real estate career, really just enjoying my friends and family and the holidays in my house. And that's what I spent most of December doing. Um, it's business planning, but not a ton of kind of transactions. So some of us are still kind of in that mode in January. And then some of us are probably, I think, in another space at where we did our vision boards and we wrote our goals and we came in working our routines. And now kind of like when the gyms are typically open um, everywhere and, you know, we made those resolutions to work out and be more fit maybe at the beginning of the year. And usually that third or fourth week, if you frequent the gym, that third or fourth week of January, you see the crowd thin and out, right? Heard my personal trainer friends tell me they start getting ramped up about this time of the year for February because they got to go back into sales mode. <laughs> big time in February, right? Because we, we fall out of our new routines. So I thought, wouldn't it be awesome to kind of see where we all are and what are we focusing on now and get you guys to participate too, like all of you, and even and ask some questions as you hear things. So um, don't be afraid to unmute that little unmute button as we go. But um, can I pick up? Yeah, you say me? Yeah, I'm Okay. So, it's fine. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I took notes. So, uh, when I said, you know, the first bucket, right? When I said, oh, we might have been having an extended holiday. Yeah. You did this. So, let's talk about that. Where, yeah, where so are you right now? For the first time in my entire career, in like middle of December to like last week, I was super burnt out. Like, just fried, like didn't want to, like I was still maintaining my business and like still taking listings, but like I didn't like, I was like, oh, I don't want to go to work. And it was like the first time I'd ever experienced that. It was really foreign to me. Um, and I kind of just kind of let it happen. Uh, I realized a long time ago, if I'm having a bad day at like 10 a.m., it is honestly better for me to just go home 
or do something fun or do something that causes me to relax. Because if I try and force a bad day, what I'll do is I'll end up screwing something up long term and I won't give my best performance. So I just kind of use that um, all through December. And like you said, I spent a ton of time with my kids when they're off break. Uh, the stuff that I did still do was like working on my business. So less like going on listing appointments, going on showings, more like how can we make 2021 great? How can we like support our agents better? So that stuff kind of got me out of that funk. And now I feel great. I feel energized. I feel excited about the business again. Um, and I don't feel guilty for taking that time off. Um, I'm, I guess I'm just glad that I got burnt out in December because in Indiana, nothing happens in December when it comes to real estate because holidays and it's cold as shit. So so true. Okay, yeah. so I love that. I love that you kind of talked about where you are. Let's do that. Lonnie, how about you? Where where are you? Like in the kind of the vein of those kind of two buckets or is there another place? Like where are you this time of year? Um, this time of year. So same thing, like Jeff said, I was burnt out as well. This, especially, I'll say this past year. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2020, I was burnt out. Uh, I was dealing with a lot of personal stuff and then COVID hit and then uh uh, just because of my personal stuff, uh, I went through some depression, right? Um, and really trying to get out of that funk and really trying to figure out what is it that I needed for myself because I think we're so busy trying to service everybody else, whether it's our friends, whether it's our family, whether it's our clients, that we get pulled in so many different directions that we don't leave enough time for ourselves, right? And I think that's a big thing that we need to understand is, if we're not putting into ourselves, then we can't pour into other other people. And so 2020 was a huge mindset shift for me, um, dealing with the, the burnout, dealing with depression, dealing with just everything and how do I get out of that, right? Um, and so part of that is we're our own boss. So unless you're on a team, your team leader is supposed to hold you accountable. Well, I am my, my team, right? Uh, I am... I am the, the role model for my agents when they come on. And so there's nobody holding me accountable except for me. So what I did was um, I tried coaching for several years with different coaches, different brands, different people, and either they weren't holding me accountable and I just walked all over them, so I fired them, or they didn't show up when they were supposed to, so I fired them. So I finally found a coach that uh, is able to get on my level, hold me accountable, I hired them the end of December. So I have coaching that takes place Tuesday and Friday, uh, 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so then I have what our 515 accountability meeting mm -hmm. as well every single morning. So part of for me was figuring out how do I motivate myself to make sure I'm holding my own self accountable because I know what my goals are. And one of the things is that I had to repeatedly tell myself was, I might be in this mindset right now. However, everything I do affects my business 30, 60, 90 days from now. And I'm not going to be in the same mindset that I was back then. And when I actually do get out of this funk or do get over this tribulation or obstacles or whatever case may be, I'm going to be super upset because I allowed the, a temporary situation or moment to affect something in my business so long term and how to how to like really just think about it that way so now i'm at that point where 
Um, really just making sure I'm having a work-life balance right now. I'm going to be very honest. I'm on vacation with my, um, my girlfriend. Um, we're celebrating our year. However, I also know that I've made commitments. So when I'm here, I made the agreement with my partner and my business coach that I would only work a, a maximum of three hours per day while I'm here. And the rest of the time is supposed to be present with my partner. I love that. I love that balance because you said that you said one of these shows on is balance and there are, there's time when you can be away and you cannot work. And there's times when you just want to, that's the advantage of what we do, right? That you can just be away and you can limit it, right? And still do all the things you want to do and focus, but still have that balance that you want to have. So that's, um, okay. Um, so thank you. So uh, I have been focusing, I'll just start, I'm going to start. I've been focusing on systems, like just reviewing all my systems mm -hmm. um, that are in place and kind of working on my business more than in my business, which actually gave me a ton of anxiety because I wrote way less contracts in December and even the, the first part of January than I usually write. Because why? Because I'm focusing on my business and my systems and where am I at? And because I needed a break, right? We, I think three of us now have said we needed, we, I, I think I was burned out but I was feeling like I needed a break. I was also feeling December to January, like really guilty because I sold 52 houses, which is a lot in my area in the, in 2020. But for whatever reason, I spent so much time on myself that I just decided in my head, I didn't do enough business <laughs> and I was fine. It was, and you know, and I, I needed to work more in December and I, I didn't, I chose not to. And it was the first time I ever made a decision. Like I'm just, going to make the conscious decision and I'm okay financially and I'm going to focus on family and me and enjoy and then get geared up for the new year. So I spent a lot of time just working on the business. Um, and so in my, and I, so part of my early January has been good because I've been able to reevaluate what are my systems, even as simple as like, what are my visuals right here in my office? that tell me how I'm doing at a quick glance outside of my CRM because everything lives in my CRM. So, you know, so I, I felt really good. I got my visual done this week and I felt really good. I'm going to look at it. You guys can't see it, but um, I, I have a home sales board and a pipeline board and I just have these cute little houses. I'll put pictures up later. I have these cute little houses. And I was like, wow, I'm doing really good. I have, Two that I just closed. I have two closing in February. I have one closing in March. I have something in the pipeline for every quarter right now for the rest of this year. Um, or no, not in the pipeline. I have two under contract for every, one under contract rather for every quarter this year. And then I have 27 people in my pipeline, kind of which are sellers that all are going to absolutely buy or sell with me. We just don't know where they just haven't, we either haven't found the house or they're getting it ready to list. And so I'm in my head planning my business and doing my routines, but freaking out that I don't have any business when I have 27 in the pipeline. So I just have, I have to move them over. So I created kind of a sales board that means you're under contract. And I created a pipeline board that's shopping. That's just visual. But I could just count the little houses so and go, okay, that's how many houses. So that's what I have one of the first thing I've been focusing on so far this year. How about you, Jeff? What's your first thing you've been focusing on? Um, so I'm just going to put a caveat of what Lonnie, Lonnie said. 
I think that so many agents compare ourselves to other agents. Like I think some of us heard Amy sell, say that she sold 52 homes and she was very like, Oh, I didn't feel like I did anything. And we're over here. Like maybe I sold four homes. And I was like, I can't even comprehend what kind of mental capacity it would take to sell 52 homes. Like, so I'm going to implore all of you to follow this technique. If you get on Facebook, and you read a realtor's post that makes you feel bad, unfollow them. It will bring you so much peace in your life if you just unfollow them. I am friends with probably 3,000 real estate agents. I'm probably following five of them because they tend to take one deal and turn it into five posts. And then you're like, oh my God, this person has so much business. Like they're the most busy person ever. They must have pillowcases full of shredded hundred dollar bills because they're making so much money. And the reality is I sold more homes than them. They just turned every home into 17 different posts. So don't compare yourself to other people. Focus on how happy you are. Yes. And if, if you're improving every day, the only person that matters is the person in the mirror. So don't compare yourself to other people because other people are miserable. But I'm so glad you said that. Please don't all go and follow me. I love you. <laughs> no, no. I don't I follow you, Amy. But I just it, if you find yourself reading people's posts and you feel worse about yourself, just get them out of your life. Like yeah. it is there's just life is too short to feel bad, especially when you go on social media because all it is is people's highlight reel. So perfect. Just do that. Um so what I'm focusing on this year um, is business-to-business relationships. Um, I have always kind of had the mindset where if I'm going to refer business to you, whether you're an HVAC tech, uh, a mortgage person, a title company, I want to know that there's at least a chance I'm going to get a referral back. So I'm working on developing those relationships, kind of building a whole list of all the people that I use all the time and then cultivating those relationships. So they know that if anybody ever talks about, hey, we're putting a new furnace in because we're getting ready to sell a house, they're gonna put my card in their face and say, you have to call Jeff, he's absolutely the best option. So I don't think people are really focusing on their referral partners. Some of you are referring people over and over and over again because they do a great job and you're not putting it in their brain that they need to start referring you because once you start putting it in their head, hey, like if you know anybody who's thinking about buying or selling, like send them my way. Once you put that in your head, it's almost like a mission for them now because you've given them so much business. Why shouldn't they give it back to you? Um, so that's really what I, the first thing I'm focusing on. Um, could you give examples? Honestly, so like my HVAC guy, I literally have sent in the last two years, 20 people to get brand new furnaces from him. He knows that when he goes to sell his house, he's picking me. And I basically just said, hey, you need to start referring me to anybody that you see that is thinking about selling a home. Um, So you just got to be more intentional about it. Um, Conversely to that, and I was just talking about social media, I literally never ask for business on my social media. I never say anything like, hey, if you know anybody buying or selling, send them my way. Because... A, I don't want to be that person where they see a post come up and it's going to be, oh, Jeff's trying to sell us something. And B, that's not what people go to social media for. 
People go to social media to escape. So I am trying to always be something positive, make people laugh, give people value, and never trying to sell anything. Um, and I'll tell you that it's been probably the most effective uh, way to do social media because if somebody comes to my page, it's not me. Here's my new listing. Here's my new listing. Here's my 14 accepted offers. It's here's a dumb meme. Here's me making fun of myself. Here's me providing value to try and help you grow your business. It's never anything negative. It's never me. I literally never complain on social media ever. I made that conscious decision three years ago. And it's just, you never complain about it because that's not like, nobody wants to follow those people. So business to business is the first thing that I'm focusing on. Sorry for my diet. Hi, give us one. Uh, so same thing, uh, like Jeff just said, business to business, growing up my vendor um, partner list, that's been huge, something that my business coach is really on my tail about. Um, and then one of the other things is marketing, branding, video, um, spirit influence. I have a whole team of people now. I'm in a 45 day breakout, um, groundbreaking stage where I'm getting all of that aligned, making sure my CRM so that way all of those pieces, everything that I do from here on out, everybody's getting something from me. They're getting a story, they're getting a video, they're getting something. So that's been, that's going to be huge. And I really do think that's going to really be important, especially with the market that we're in. Um, the technology that's out there, like Redfin, Zillow, Open Doors, things like that, our database is going to be more important than ever. And saying that top of mind awareness is going to be huge. So making sure that's uh, a strong foundation. Um, my Facebook, uh, as you can see, Amy, you, you said I inspire you, right? So like making sure that people understand who I am. Uh, not that they might not necessarily know me person to person, but they feel like they know me, right? Um, or they feel like they can relate to me and having that relation via Facebook, because I'll tell you what, I get a lot of business off of Facebook, whether it's me doing a TikTok video, whether it's me saying, hey, who do you know that has a three bedroom, two bath, whatever kind of house, because I have a, a buyer who's looking to buy something like that. Like, in my market, I'm in one of the, I am in the toughest market out of the nation. Um, literally, that's what I heard yesterday off of a, a conference. We are in the toughest market where I service out of the nation. So when I was in my head and I'm like, damn, like I can't get none of my things accepted. Uh, and coming to find out, no, I actually am getting myself accepted in the number one toughest market in the nation. So that says something to me, right? Um, so remembering the small wins are actually probably huge wins, um, especially in the markets that we're in. If you're out there and your clients are getting denied, 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 denied on the offers because we're competing 15 to 20 offers at a time, right? Making sure we're touching base with our clients. Jackie, uh, Jacqueline, you, you know, you're in the same market as me, right? Um, making sure I'm touching base with my clients and saying, hey, I understand I just want to touch base. I know you're probably getting frustrated that we're putting out these offers. They're getting rejected. And at the same time, like, I want to see where you are at mentally and emotionally so that way we can overcome this and making sure that my pet, my buyers stay in that pipeline, right? Um, and then the other thing is I'm targeting right now 9,000 off-market sellers. 9,000. So uh, 270 a week per time at a time right now. Uh, so that puts me at a 46-week conversion as far as 
how I'm touching all of these 9,000 off-market sellers. So those are my, that's kind of what I'm focused on besides work-life balance and, and then my, um, my gym time in the morning. Awesome. Uh, I love it. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, I do want to leave some time to open up for questions. So before we kind of share any more, what, do you guys have questions or things that you want to know more about? People looking for the mute button or the unmute button. The thing I struggle with, yeah, getting all of my things done in one day. Like if I'm going to redo my garage, that shit's going to get done in one day. And so I'm having a really hard time with all of these little tasks, little tasks, and I feel like I haven't done anything. And it's hard for me to see the three-month project, the six-month project, when I'm like, hey, how are you? And I'm trying to be really genuine. I pride myself on being really authentic. And if I'm like, hey, I'm hoping you sell in six months, I don't like that. So I generally don't. So it's hard for me to like see the, the long-term little drips mm -hmm. on what I'm doing and the funnel and how all of that works. Are you using any sort of CRM? Probably. I have whatever comes with the XP. Um, okay. but, but you're not really using it if you're saying probably. No. And like I have less than 200 friends on my Facebook. It is my only social media. Okay. And half of those people are probably agents. So when I'm listening to everyone talk about the numbers that they're playing with, it seems more, it's less personal. I mean, and I don't mean that in a bad way. What I mean is like you're, you're dealing with a group of people and it's not as, it doesn't start out as intimate. Can I, can I take that one? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'll say, I'll say, I have a lot of people on my Facebook um, and a lot of them are past clients. A lot of them are people that I've worked with in the past. Or So for me, a lot of my mm -hmm. Facebook are people that I've done business with or I've worked with or I taught or anything like that. So I don't want you to think that it's impersonal. It's just a matter of preference for you. And I would say for you, right? Like, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but... I'll say this. I'm not, I'm not touching my people just to get business from them. I'm touching them. Um, and, and I see something like, Oh, we had a death in the family or, Oh, we're celebrating our anniversary or, Oh, like I'm reaching out. I'm calling, I'm sending them cards. I, if there's something going on, I'm sending them. I am. It's not business Very for me. Relationships come first. Business comes second. And that's for me. And that's just me being very genuine about who I am and how I do my business. Really how I am. So I really eat up all the things that, you know, Amy says, and I listen to Matt and I listen to Jeff. And there's like, so there's so many people on here that really speak my language, but where are you finding these people and making those initial like connections if they aren't already past clients? For like, myself, just, are we just like friending the people that that are suggested to make that initial? Um... No, I'm not. And what how I make these 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 contacts are people that actually refer their friends to me. One, right. 
right? Um, people that I've met, um, whether if I had a good, uh, a good conversation with them or if they, because I do internet leads as well, I'll be very honest. And if I, we actually get in a consultation and we actually have a group where I feel like it's a, a mutual relationship, then they're going to, they actually come find me and I actually accept them. Uh, and so it's not me just like, oh, let me accept this person. Let me find out. Let me, oh, we have a mutual friend. It's nothing like that um, at all. So like I said, for me, I know there's a lot of agents out there that have way more friends on their Facebook than I. However, for me, it's more about what kind of relationship do I want to have? How do I maintain that and be genuine? And how do I help them grow, grow wealth through real estate, right? That's really my, my optimum goal is to help them build wealth through real estate. So if they feel that I can relate and they find me because of referral or something like that, or I'm working with them and they want to accept me as a friend or they request me as a friend, fantastic. Okay. So Jacqueline, how long have you been in business? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I got my initial license about four or five years ago, okay. but I parked it. I had a lot of personal things go on. I could not, I could not deal with that at the same time. Right. And so it back up probably the middle of summer, just this last summer. So I've kind of been like doing this or that and trying, trying to find my way in what Lonnie said is the toughest market in a way that I felt I was going to come back in crowds of people. And now I'm coming back to the internet and I am so tech tarted. I laugh every time Amy has a, has a thing. So I'm like, you're so much more advanced than I am in this, in all of this that no, she's not. I'm just trying to absorb as much as I can to figure out how how to swim. So two things. I think that you tend to focus on personal relationships, like deepening those relationships. And I bet you have a lot, you probably have like four or five very close friends that would literally <laughs> do anything for you. Probably. Okay. So I think you should focus on the relationships for either the past clients you do have or people who may or may not refer you in the future and focus on deepening those relationships, um, either like online, just sending them a video chat, like a 10 second video chat through Messenger is like literally will change your life. Like just all you gotta do is go into Messenger, hold down a little camera and say, hey, I saw it was your birthday today. I wanna wish you a happy birthday so I don't get buried in your wall. Or, hey, I saw the new profile picture. You look great. I'd love to get lunch sometime. And then take these people out to lunch. And naturally, what you do for work is going to come up. And then just like the business-to-business -business thing, it's going to put it in their head. Oh, shit, Jacqueline sells real estate? Like, you know, my friend Susie was thinking about selling her own. And, like, it's all it is is just relationships over time. Let's all consider one thing. Me, Lonnie, and Amy have been in the business for seven and a half years. We have a ton of past clients. We've all done a really good job. So we have an incredible leg up from you. Like this is like, so you, once again, you're probably comparing yourself to us who are like, we've, we're old dogs. It took me six months to get my first deal. I've told that to people and they're like, I don't believe that. 
It took me six months of clawing and scratching to get my first deal. Like, so don't compare yourself to people. Focus on building the relationships of the people that already know, like, and trust you and foster those relationships into future referrals. It just seems so easy. It is really easy. (laughs) I started out talking to five people a day. That's it. I'm going to have a conversation and I still do that. Right. I still do. It's really that simple. Just so that would have been the next thing I'm focusing on is just having conversations every day. Pick a number. Maybe it's two because you can't even consider five. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you can make small, you can do small activities daily, right? So take a day off, right? But the other five or six days that you're not off, what can you do every day? You can have a couple of conversations or you pick the number. For me, it's five. I can have five conversations a day that start out. A lot of them just start out like me checking on somebody that I know. Business comes up, family comes up, it all comes up. So, and like Jeff said, it plants the seed of what you do. Now I do do little tricks that, um, yeah, I want people that connect with me to see me. I want to be visible so that I can become credible. And then when they have a need, I want to do business with them. That is the truth. I am not ashamed to say that. And we should not be ashamed to say that. So if you came through my CRM, right, my KB Core, if you came through my KB Core as a lead and we talked at some point and I knew that you wanted to buy and or sell a home, part of our conversation is going to be, are you on Facebook? Because I am. I'd love to connect with you, get to know me more, and I get to know you too. And most people say, great, and I go friend them, or I ask them to friend me. And sometimes, like Lonnie said, they look me up before I even had a chance, Yeah, right? Because I'm doing this, and then I'm taking notes, and I go back later and friend request them when, I, when I'm doing my admin stuff. So um, I rarely have somebody say no. The one thing I do hear is, oh, I'm not on social media. Okay, that's great. Then I know they're not on social media. I get their email. So, um, I, but I want people to see me on social media and that is how my friends list has grown over the years. But like Jeff said, it did not happen in one day yeah. or one year or two years. It's and happened I, I, over all this time. Sorry, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing to remember is this all takes time. Like we didn't get here overnight. Like, I don't know how many nights I was up at night crying. Why am I doing this? Depressed get up the next morning, same thing. I want to quit. Oh my God. Why made the biggest mistake? Like it's, it's, you're going to go through all of those emotions. Like you're really, really are, but you just remember like it's one day at a time, one thing at a time, one conversation at a time, one text, one, one message. And it all eventually adds up and you just got to get out of your mind space that, Oh, I don't have a big circle right now. Or I'm not doing this right now. Like when I first started, like, I was watching top producing agents in the nation, in the nation, like traveling all over. And I was like, all right, they have a whole team of plethora of mega agents and I'm just starting. Like, and I took one thing that I got and I implemented that. And I didn't care about anything else. Just the one thing. It was like, all right, send out five text messages a day. Got it. I can do that. Right. One thing, one small thing. And those little things are going to add up. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Just like Jeff and Amy said, those things are going to add up. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, the first two years as a real estate agent suck. They're awful. Like, it's awful. It is a very, very tough business. It's so it's why so many agents fail. It's because they realize, oh, shit, like, there's not, like, I didn't get my license, announced it, and then there's, like, a pool of buyers and sellers that want to work with a brand new agent. Like, it sucks. But if you stick with it and you give great customer service 
and you get past those two years, you can truly build a business that is like literally all by referral. I'll sell 30 to 40 homes this year and I will not prospect for a single one of them unless I want to. But I got my teeth kicked in for two years. So embrace the suck because it sucks. Embrace the suck. I like that. Embrace the suck. I like that. That's a great book. Embrace the suck. You know, one thing that you said, said, Jacqueline, is you said, um, and I'm sure other people feel this way, so I want to call this out. You said, I resonate with different things that Jeff says and Lonnie says and Amy says and all all these other people that you mentioned say. Like Lonnie said and, and Jeff said, just pick a couple of those things. Pick your favorite one or two and just do them every day. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that goes for everybody out here. Just pick. We all know our own. Can I say shit out here? We all know our own shit. Or we know that we're not doing our stuff every single day, right? I know when I'm not having. In December, I was not having five conversations a day. I am now. I wasn't even in the first week of January because I celebrate my birthday for 10 days. <laughs> to celebrate me and it starts on January 1st and that's what I do so that's who I am and I know I wasn't making my calls so then I got back on it so right and so and it doesn't matter like if someone sells four houses or 29 or 100 or four or five million houses we still all have the same stuff in our head I still go oh I'm a loser because I didn't do anything in December and I mean I have the negative self-talk I have to stop it and go no 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 take a look at where you really are get back into your routines I promise you the routines save, save you. They just do. They really, and, and looking at where you really are and then just doing those small activities every single day, you build momentum and you'll get to a place where you build a pipeline of business. You will build a predictable income, but it will take a lot of time. And I'm not a patient girl. So I want it all today. And I think a lot of us may be that way. Like I, I want to do it today and I want it today. When I meet you, I want you to love me and I want you to sell all your houses with me. It's not how the world works. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's not. That's not how the world works. Okay, we went over, but lots of you hung out so I didn't shut it down. Thank you so much for, I, got, I hope you got value. Thank you so much. Um, quick two second final thoughts, Jeff and Lonnie. Uh, just be consistent. Like doing this stuff every day is how you win. Like so many agents give up right before they're about to break through because they're not seeing results. This is my advice for you for this year. Put your head down, ignore the results of your work and just continue to do the work. And then talk to me in December and you'd be like, oh my God, he was totally right. Like don't obsess over your numbers. Don't focus on your numbers. At the end of the day, just be consistent with your work, and that's what's going to put you further ahead. I'm going to agree with Jeff and then add on, celebrate the small wins. If you did your five phone calls for the day, celebrate that. If somebody called you and said they want to sell, celebrate that. If you got up and did your workout, celebrate that. If you had you know, a moment of uh, just self-talk and you got yourself out of it, celebrate. Celebrate the small wins, right? Um, it's really, really important to know because it's so difficult to get out of a negative space that it can consume you, right? Whether you're doing 55 deals like Amy or four deals or 100 deals, whatever. 
don't allow those things to negate the things that you're doing every day successfully. Absolutely. And you know, yes. And you know what? Just remember one thing. You're awesome. So go be awesome. You're all awesome. So go be awesome. Have a great day, guys. Have a good one, you guys. Thank you, everyone. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.